0: The Intermediate Line advises a language and concept warning for the entire show. This episode of The Intermediate Line is brought to you by Nervous Water. For all your premium fly fishing requirements, please visit
1: nervouswater.com.au And Beast Brushes, Australian-made brushes and dubbing, professionally graded natural materials, plus a full shop for all of your fly tying needs at beastbrushes.com. Hey, Chris, how you doing, man? I'm good, thanks. Vaults, yourself? Yeah, good,
0: mate. I oh, know this is a Saturday morning. I thank you very sincerely for giving up your time.
1: I'm a little um, bit groggy, but I've had three coffees.
0: <laughs> three coffees <laughs> and a VB. Yeah. Three
1: coffees and a no-dose. Uh, ah, yeah, yep,
0: yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Hey, mate, have yeah. you seen the movie Alley G? I have. Yeah. You know that uh, that, uh, that bit where the East and West Danes' massives join up to save the John Nike Lez- Leisure Centre?
1: Yeah, I do. Yeah, right.
2: <laughs> well, well, Is we sort of got doing fish- here.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's a, the fishing equivalents come up. Um,
2: hey. <laughs> 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 I- <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, dude. I, um you must have been living under a rock if you haven't seen that uh, in the last uh, sort of 24 hours. The, um, the Queensland government have released. The, uh, the long-awaited um, uh, regulatory impact statement for comment on the uh, the, the uh, Fraser Coast, uh, gr- sorry, the Great Sandy Marine Park zoning plan. Um, yep. And this is really big news, um, uh, you know, for all of us. There's, there's a lot hmm. of good reasons for people to familiarise themselves with what's going on here. Um, yeah, so uh, have you had a look at it, mate?
1: I have. I think uh, for, for to to set the um, gravitar for the people listening who may not be familiar with the area, you know the, the Great Sandy Marine Park is um, is is a system a body of water that's uh, inside World Heritage listed Fraser Island. Many people would have heard of Fraser Island. It's the largest sand island in the world. It's um it's it's culturally significant. It's uh, environmentally significant. It's um it's got some incredible fishing, like world class. Many people would have heard of the uh, black marlin. They get caught in like a, a couple of feet of water. Uh, sight fishing on fly, it's um it's got it's got the potential. I mean, it's it it has had massive heydays in the past. Um, for for flats fishing, as it relates to the people who are probably going to listen to this podcast of um all sorts of um recreationally significant species from bonefish to 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 you know to permit essentially as the as the two big draw cards. But um, Golden Valley, you know, like there's various <laughs> bastards, Morrowong, There's GTS on the flats, all this sort of stuff. That's that's there and potential massive queenfish. Like it's it's just it's an incredible, incredible ecosystem that has a massive biodiversity that's been absolutely flogged and mismanaged, arguably over many many years. And um, recently, recently, oh, in in the in the uh, in the gauge of time, I guess recently, I guess you could say, like what ten years ago the Great Sandy Marine Park uh, was designated into, into various zones. Um, mm. and, um, and in regards to that, the one, the the only marine park in the world that was allowing commercial gill netting uh, in estuaries and flats uh, a, as such. Um, a little bit more history about this. I hope you don't mind me doing this, Valtz, but um, uh, I just want to sort of paint more of a picture as to what was happening before this rezoning proposal or draft proposal has gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, the Great Sandy Marine Park is is quite near another system that became net free quite recently. This is to give you an idea of how um, the impact that recent events have had on this on this area, which have really turned up the uh, the, um, the the issues, I guess you could say, that surrounding what relate to us as recreational fishermen. The Fitzroy system is an, is a net free system, and and a lot of and we know I've heard this from people. This is not my opinion. I've heard this from people who live. In the area, who know commercial fishermen who have grown up there and all that sort of stuff. But a lot of those commercial fishermen moved from that net-free zone and started working the Sandy Straits area. Uh, now, what that means is that there's guys that have been growing up in the Harvey Bay area as as commercial fishermen who work three days a week and and have, and have been able to sustain their family for for generations, generations, essentially. Um, three days a week and be quite happy. When 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 these other area other commercial fishermen migrated out of this net-free zone and moved to this Harvey area, Harvey Bay area, which are allowed to do, um, these guys are arguably. And this is, again, I don't I don't work for fisheries. I haven't read data on it. All I've heard is talk to people who live have grown up with the commercial fishermen that live there. They're now working seven days a week and not making as much money as they did three days a week because of the uh, density of commercial fishermen in that area. The Mary River, for example, um, so close to southeast Queensland, uh, uh, many people probably don't know, has got the highest commercial barramundi fishery in Queensland. And if you think how big Queensland is, for those people who live overseas and stuff, it's, it's bigger than Texas. You know, it's, it's huge. It's a huge state. And, and where that comes from is not known as a barramundi destination, yet the largest yield comes from that area. Yep. Recreational fishermen don't know about it because, arguably, they all get netted netting the flats, netting the estuaries, you know, I've heard, and again, and this is all I've heard because I'm not in fisheries, I know the data, but since the floods in March, seven tonne of permit have been netted on those flats. How many fishermen have you heard have caught permit in that area? Like, you could count on one hand, and and even then, like, it's probably arguable, you know? You know what I mean? So the place is absolutely (coughs) devastating. We've got an incredible opportunity here as recreational fishermen to – to to you know to to set this set this straight as as conservationists really when you yeah, agree well, volts
0: yeah i am glad you called me in here because I, a side point here is i think any fisherman uh recreational even professional um any fisherman uh by default is a conservationist um that's right you know our recreation depends on a healthy environment um, and it is just so important for, I don't, I don't need to say it here, but we all, we're all aware of the, of, of great fishing and, and, you know, conservation and, um, and, you know, responsible use of, of, uh, resources going hand in hand. Um, mm. you know, we have a healthy environment, we use it well, then we're going to have great fishing. Mm. Um, you know, we're, we're gifted in that regard and, and it's, it's a shame that, um, well, there's, it's a shame whenever these situations don't align to give you know to to get the best out of, of everything. And there's so many really positive social <clears throat> um, uh, in, impacts or outcomes from from fishing, as, as well as you know being great for your health. The, so,
1: yeah, yeah. Look, yeah, it Really we don't is. Need to go
0: I, into that. That's not what well, I'm
1: talking I, about. No, yeah. I I just I'm just whenever I speak to people like um who you know other parts of the country. Um, I was only speaking to um, Angus Reynolds the other day, and he was talking about the fishing. I was explaining to him about the, the, the how, how, how impactful the nets are there. And, like, when you explain it even a little bit, it mm-hmm. blows people away. You know, like, yeah, I speak mm-hmm. to – we've got, um, you know, as you know, potentially we've got a guest coming up from uh, the Bonefish Tarpon Trust, and I would explain to that guy that they still allow netting to flats here. Yeah. They still allow netting the estuaries, you know, like it's um, – and, yeah. and they're blown away. People in other parts of the world – that have fought for um, sustainable fish stocks areas in, in their flats, like Florida's a great place. Like that, are blown away at the um, at the Neanderthal-like approach that um, that has <laughs> been in place leading up to this. You know, so um, I don't
0: yeah. I don't want to marginalise you know any any managers by by describing the the approach as Neanderthal. I just think it's not it's not centric and it's not. Um, uh, it's not the greatest good for the greatest number.
1: I, I apologise. Um, I I am yeah, angry. Right. Yeah. I am angry about like it's it's angry to it, it's it's terrible to see. Like I've fished that place long enough to seen to to be my own personal observations, which I know are shared by many people. Yeah, that that place has gone from from um and and in, and in my time I've not fished it before. The commercial fishing have been there for a long time, but yeah. um you know I don't know I don't know how to explain. It. It's gone from an unbelievable playground to an absolute desert. You know, it's oh, it's at a totally. it's a, it's yeah. at an absolute breaking point. It cannot go any further, you know?
0: We've definitely seen a decline. Um yeah. it's still it's still definitely worth visiting. But it's um
1: Well for certain fisheries, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it could be so much better. Um and it and it could be so much better for for the people of, of Harvey Bay, it could be better for and you know, the the Sandy Straits as a whole, it could be better for, for all the associated reasons than than just having it having it um uh you know uh plundered for for uh you know um professional fishermen's sakes um and and the you know some really interesting facts about the great sandy marine park there's actually 22 threatened species there okay that's that's a lot for that area um there's 23 different habitat types um as you pointed out it's it's a world heritage listing area listed area um you know and we've also got included in that we've got the um the amazing um uh turtle rookery at um, mon Repos beach which is really important too we all know that you know uh, marine turtles seem to nest in certain areas they require a a level of protection Uh, they're very vulnerable at, at that nesting stage also the you know the babies and the hatching as well yeah so yeah, there's there's a whole bunch of things that aren't related to fishing, but also equally important.
1: Can um, I? Um, <clears throat> Go. I've been there. I've been to that turtle center at um, what you're talking about there, and <clears throat> I don't want you to be offended when I start calling it Mon Repo.
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah. So um, I, I, I want you to let you know we're all friends here, sure. and um, yep. and I feel like I can we can build each other up, and and you know don't be embarrassed. It's just that you know yeah. in the future when you get the opportunity to mention Mon Repo, you can uh, talk about it with all the confidence in the world from this but, point on.
0: Thank you, man. I, I defer to your greater knowledge of the French um, <laughs> linguistics. You must have I, I, spent a, a lot of time with your tongue somewhere. Well, anyway, I, yeah, I was in your position. Maybe. Yeah.
2: Well, I was,
1: I thought, well, it thought, well, he was actually a mime, but uh, I didn't find myself <laughs> miming at the Mon Repos uh, Centre. But I did, um, <laughs> I did find myself in your position, going, "Yeah, this Mon Repos yeah. looks good." And to one of the uh, volunteers there, said, "Yes, Mon Repos is fantastic." All oh, right. All right. Okay then. Let's get the wine yeah. out. Yeah.
0: Yes.
1: Um, yes. <laughs>
0: can you tell me about the 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 G sounding uh, sound at the end of Bundaberg? Is is uh, it a Bundaberg?
1: Un, it's it's Bech. Bunye Now, what's interesting <laughs> about Mon <laughs> Repo is that um, those those <laughs> it's that the um. The bay that encapsulates the Great Sandy Strait area is a yeah. is an international breeding ground for uh, for loggerhead turtles. Those wow. those turtles will um will catch the slipstream all the way from South America to that area. It's a you know primarily like um every single year. Like it's so yeah. significant for the breeding grounds for those areas that um yeah and yeah it's it's not it's not well looked after. Even the, all those volunteers that talk about there when you corner them and talk about the um the zoning and stuff in regards to the conservation of the turtles and it says a lot more it's got to be done a hell of a lot more you know it really does anyway i don't know a lot about too much about that or really in regards to anything more than my own personal observations in regards to that area we couldn't get into the politics of it too much sure i would i would really recommend for anyone who's at this point going this sounds pretty wild go and listen to scott mitchell's podcast We've, we've had him on uh, he's the he's the um, chairman or CEO or whatever it is of the um, Fraser Coast Fishing Alliance, and he's got a lot of the boss a- actual facts and figures uh, of tonnages of of capture wh- where it goes, um, how much of it is in that local seafood, how much of it's not, because there's a there's a lot of misreporting, which we'll probably get into later on. But let's start off with talking about how what you can do to make yourself informed, other than that, and what you can do about uh, participating in this change. Yeah. Um, so. I guess first and foremost, we would we would need to direct people to. Um, let me have a, bring up the right website here and have a look. Um, Why don't we make it easy
0: for people? Put a link in the description.
1: We we will. I think we will. Yeah. I think it's a good idea, and I think we we definitely should as well. But um, um,
0: on the website, there's a there's a 300 page report.
1: Well, um, we want to just want to point out the website before we okay. get get going there. Um, so. If, even if you just get onto Google and, and type in the Great Sandy Marine Park, okay, um, you know, like we'll put a link up to the to the online submission form. Um, like all on online submission forms, like for the government, they're legit. You're gonna have to register. You're gonna have to give them your name and email address and all that sort of stuff. Um, please don't be afraid of that. I'm sure, like you know, like if you you know if you think that they're reading your brainwaves already, this survey is gonna not gonna change that. Um, <laughs>
0: I've heard
1: it's safe if you put an alfoil hat on. Yeah, and, put um, the alfoil yeah. hat on if you like. You know, yeah. if you're a if you're a seasoned jewfish fisherman, wear that hat for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so look, it's on the Queensland government website. Um, it's uh, Environment, Land and Water. You know, forward slash zoning and designated areas and forward slash mm. review and zoning of the plan for the Great Sandy Marine Park. Obviously, no yeah. one's written that down. Just Google Great Sandy Marine Park and you'll and you go to the the. Queensland.gov.au mm. um, au website in there you'll see a heap of information okay summary for for like like you said there's a 300 page document that goes through the um the uh, what you know the consult, consultation process that they've taken mm-hmm. undertaken up to here which has involved industry um you know traditional landowners and obviously um Um, you know, like in environmental impact studies and all that sort of stuff. But there's a summary of a 12 page document. that's really easy to digest. Um, Yes. You know, get in there and check that out. Um, If you want to know how the different zones affect you, there's maps there that, um, like you scroll right to the bottom of resources and there's a, an activities proposed for each zone map. And it will talk about what's allowed in each area. The areas are color coded, very simple. Even concrete could understand it. I'm sure. And, um, yeah, very cementitious, isn't it? Well, those who deal with those tradesmen who are in line of cementitious products on a daily basis. <laughs> I know I've just confused a heap of concrete. Is there? What? <laughs>
2: you
1: you guys who drink beer at midday, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you watch some dude on the helicopter finish the creek. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Um. <laughs> Anyway, so yeah, so there's all all that stuff, so all those information, those resources are there for you to check it out. Now, the um the, the big deal is that um, you'll see there's a section that says how to provide feedback. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's an online survey there. You've got the option of writing, uh, getting on there to fill out an online survey uh, form, or writing a, a written review. Now, we've had it we've had it confidentially told to us that um that it's going to be a, your your say is going to be a lot more a lot more easily digested um, if you fill out the online survey please don't let us you know, you know stray you away from written writing a, a passionate and verbose written submission mm. do that if you want but just know that the online survey is going to be the most you know, the, the the way your um, say is going to be easily most easily digested that's right yep and it's um it's such a quick
0: process like it it says there it takes about seven minutes when you when you walk uh when you when you click on the link um Mm. that that would be fairly accurate and, and you've got the opportunity to add more detail uh to to that if you know if you feel like you'd like to see more changes um in there for for example um you know one of the the changes that um uh i haven't i haven't finally submitted but one of the extra changes i don't think they've done enough about removing the scourge of jet skis <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, that, so i've i've suggested you know perhaps you know um 50 caliber rifles as a deterrent and i'm joking huh. everyone
1: i'm joking <laughs> guy. I'm he's, yeah, he's j- talking about 20 cal,
0: right yeah, <laughs> <true>. <laughs> it's yeah. 22s yeah. yeah but anyway um, no, the uh, there is opportunities. Seriously, that was all a joke. There is opportunities to um, to talk about. Uh, you know, if if for example you you feel like the changes don't go far enough, um, or you 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 know you have a particular particular interest um, that that needs uh, that you feel needs addressing, then fucking put it in there, guys. Be involved. Mm. Um, there's Chris touched on a, a thing here. The, the cons- consultation process involved um, uh, our First Nations traditional owners. Um, it involved a, a whole bunch of people that uh, you know were um, you know in the recreational sector or in the um, uh, in the professional sector as well. And you know, previous podcasts we've spoken about you know the opportunity for recreational fishermen to be involved. Um, there's organisations that make this process a little bit easier um like we mentioned scott mitchell the fraser coast fishing alliance um and you know also just just being involved lends a voice because you know obviously we don't have a uh, a recreational fishing license here in in queensland um but i'm not going to bang on about that but the process the consultation process has involved a lot of users um you know that you know could be in that could be purely environmental There could be you know interests other than fishing i should say mm. um and from that they divide they've, they've They've come up with a, um, they've developed a, a zoning plan, like a draft zoning plan, <clears throat> and then <clears throat> we've been asked to comment on the proposed changes, right? So, um, in that in that twelve page summary you're talking about, um, it talks about a, f- a few different um, a few different changes, and um, you know, overall green zones are going to going to go from just just under four percent to almost thirteen uh, percent. Um, and that's, I think that's a pretty much a, like, I think it's a good thing because you can see a lot of people are sus on green zones, but, um, there's some very sensible uh, ones placed there. They try to cover a, um, variety of habitat, um, zones, you know, uh, one that interests me was they're talking about high energy sort of sand flats or something like that. And, And that, you know, that spoke to protecting, you know, particular kinds of, um, um, uh, you know organisms found in the in the benthic strata there, and grasses
1: uh, and lots of stuff yeah. as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. There was there was talk of a gastropod zone. Do you know what a gastropod is?
1: A gastropod's a snail, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, th- I figured with your advanced knowledge of French that you would um,
1: you would yeah, be all we, over that. Yeah, a gastropods something you eat, right? I don't know. Is You're that French. better? Better? Yeah. 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 Um, on rapport, man. Yeah. yeah well i i like to phrase it as the benthic habitat more than <laughs> more than strata mate it's uh you know and that that encapsulates those gastropods uh as as much as the you know like things like clay pans and things like that as well you know yeah um yeah, yeah.
0: and they, they're gonna look at also things like um where people uh can anchor like there's actually some um, uh, sensitive um, reefs that you know are made of uh, soft corals and sea whips and stuff like that, and they they're easily destroyed by by anchors and anchor chains. Yeah. Um, so you know they they want to limit that. They've they've really put the the work in here. They've actually made a provision. One of the proposed changes is they've um, they want to shorten up one of the green zones to to around I think it's Point Vernon. I was, I was having a look through the fine details to allow um, spiros you know um normally uh you know they're they're not an interest group that i'm sympathetic to but in this case you know we're all we're all fishermen um uh you know they're they're going to make it easier for them to interact with the environment um so you know like there's things things like that uh you know show the thoroughness of which and it's been a long time coming you know uh this is a very thorough document that prepared
1: um yeah so um, yeah the point is like what you're saying is that like it's got a Got to cover all interests, you know. Like you said, Spiros, jet skis, for lack of a, like a bad much interest. Commercial sector, <laughs> the recreational sector, like uh, obviously, like um, you know, the, the 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 migratory birds, um, you know, the tourist operators, the whale watch, all that sort of stuff. The thing is, um, we're all in it together. We all want to see the same thing. There seems to be just one party that doesn't like, and, and you don't have to include yourself in this opinion vaults but God, man, you know, I cannot see how. Um, that the one party that wants to see this change not go through could give a shit about the greater, the, the, the greater interests of those varied and many interests, if you know what I mean, right? Yep. It's just, it's just not possible, man. You know, it's just not possible at all, you know? I think to myself, when I, when I think, I'll, I'll put this adage out there. Um, when I think to myself about commercial fishing, and if you ask someone what is commercial fishing, you know, it's, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a primary industry of food collection to, 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 you know, to feed the masses. You know, you could turn around and say, well, like you mean like a farmer, right? Well, of course, you know, like it's, but they, but unlike a farmer, they just, they just give nothing back. It's just take, take, take and, and damage, you know, like the the seagrass flats that, that used, even in the short time I fished there, I remember seeing flats that were just covered in seagrass, but the nets just drag over and they just, they're gone. I find myself going down a dark path right now, um, but yeah. um. Yeah, but I, and I won't. But look, yeah, you know, I just want to just just want to keep hammering home how how important this is. You know, really is for those great, not even selfish wise. Great, I can't think of myself selfishly as everyone would with this with, because of the potential of recreational value of this. But you know, you got to keep centered that this is for everyone. This is for is. this is for generations. This That's is for right. the conservation of the of the, the the dugongs, the turtles, the migratory birds, the the uh, the benthic habitat of those seagrass flats. You know. Um, you know, and, and as a knock-on effect of having these extra green zones and fish habitats that are that are protected, you know, that can't get flogged out, you know, because rec- face let's face facts, recreational fishermen make a massive dent in this stuff as well. They really do, you know, with um, mm-hmm. not only overfishing but also you know discarded hooks and lines and waste and and tweet all that sort of stuff. And, yeah, yeah, tweet bait packets, fuel running out there, all that sort of stuff. But Berkeley packets. But
0: the oh, thing sorry, is with Bird. like
1: um with green <laughs> with um green zones is just like. Any fish habitat, whether it's protected or not, once the population gets um, to a point where it's unsustainable, they they move out. Like you know, it's like having it's like having a nursery available there, you know. But you know, like then we all agree not to touch it. I mean, it, I can't see how it's a bad thing. I really can't. I mean, sure, there's going to be okay. some people with their favorite fishing spots that are going to get, you know, knocked out. But I can tell you, you'll be comfortably able to find a, another one because. That 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 old area that you've let go many years ago because there was no fish left there, will soon be repopulated. Even even seeing areas like the HMAS Brisbane off the Sunshine Coast, which was a big naval ship that got sunk off there as a as a dive feature, has seen some some species come into local estuaries that just haven't been seen for many 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 years. You know, and yeah. um, that's 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 arguably a direct result from just that one ship. That's such a small piece of structure in the grand scheme of things, that is um you know, that has brought fish. Like there's, I've got friends that dive there and, uh, you know, they say things like there's massive Queensland groper there, like, you know, two, three metre fish or something like that. I'm thinking, how do they even find that thing? You know, like, how do they just get in the middle of this massive paddock, this big toad looking fish that just travels for kilometres to find it? How do they even know it's there? You know, yeah. it's yep. wild. You know, I think um, there's so much more we can learn about um, fin species yet. But uh, but yeah. the one thing we do know is that if we leave them alone, commercially or recreationally, uh, or even, any sort of um impact through there at all it's 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 a no-brainer you don't even have to know much about them at all to know it's um they'll, they'll flourish i think green zones are a good thing well within reason you know they don't want to close off fisheries altogether, of course well, um, well
0: they need to be balanced that yeah this is your opportunity to to have some input into it something chris talked about um that i'd like to expand upon is it's not just for you now this is a this is a generational thing too you know i've got sons Hopefully, they'll get into fishing. Uh, Chris has got a daughter. I mean, hopefully, she gets into fishing. And if she doesn't, hopefully, her boyfriends get into fishing,
1: you know. and um, Don't, don't know. assume her, her – um, anyway, oh, no, we're going yeah, there. Yeah,
0: <laughs> sorry. Hopefully, her partners uh, – it's, it's, it's not just a male sport. So,
1: hopefully, that, that life isn't that crazy that we have to talk like that by the time she's yeah. old enough to. <laughs> you know, <laughs> so
0: that was, I did make some terrible assumptions there. Look, fishing's totally inclusive. Hopefully, everyone can enjoy it. Now, yeah, it the, is. Um, uh, the thing with, you know, Harvey Bay, it, it might sound like, you know, well, you guys are banging on about something. Yeah, it's three hours from Brisbane. It's, is this a Brisbane or Harvey Bay? Is this a local problem? Well, in this, if you want to be small-minded about it, yes, it is. But this is this is a global opportunity for, for people around Australia, um, other fisheries to, to look at, you know, um, how to, you know, well, basically the value of people power. Um, this has been a long time coming. This is this is our opportunity to make sure it goes through in in a um, in a manner that um, uh, that uh, you know suits suits us. It's a, it's an opportunity to observe how to be involved in in a political process. Um, it's an opportunity to be involved to have, to be heard. Um, and by by all means, if 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 at this comment, uh, you know this stage where the seat can comment on it. If the voices in in favor are outweighed by you know other other interests, then yeah we'll we'll lose this opportunity for good. So it's not home and host.
2: Mm, um, mm. You know,
1: yeah, that, that's that's you exactly know. right. it's not it's it's going to be yeah, like arguably our our only opportunity, potentially our only opportunity ever to correct the great sandy Straits, great Sandy marine Park.
0: And yeah, if you might you might live in north queensland and and go, well, that's you know that's that's going to take tourism away from us. I'd. It, it at the very least, it, it may at a small, small. it would be a very small way to think about it. But you think about it as, as building, you know, uh, building the 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 industry, so to speak. Because you know, very few fishermen I know are only going to go to one location, right? Mm. So you know, it's yeah. <laughs> You're if you're involved in fishing, you'll understand, you know, the importance of this uh, beyond just Harvey Bay. Um, uh, and the great, you know, the great sandy straits area. Yep. I'm gonna keep saying Harvey Bay It's a much larger area. than. You know, oh, yeah yeah. From, yeah, it goes from you know, tin can all the way up to you know, Bundaberg. Uh, it's yeah. a long way It's a big bit of water. So here's
1: the thing to build on what you said there vault is that like if if like you said If people think this is a local issue, no matter I mean, we know this podcast goes around the world um, And it definitely goes to a greater part of Australia and New Zealand If you think that this is a local issue you're you, you respect, respectfully, sadly mistaken, okay? What this means is that this is this is potentially a foundation. You know, like it's becoming, uh, there, there are a few net free zones. I mean, Victoria, for example, manages their fisheries quite well. I, I talked about the Fitzroy region as well um, earlier I saw, today. I um, saw a guy just,
0: get, get his clients three 1.2 metre plus barra. They went 120, 122 or 3, 125. That's right yesterday
1: yesterday yeah i I saw that too and my point is that like you know if you were to sort of research the impact that this has had like these you know like um i mean okay to go back just a little bit further the great sand marine park is not this is not a petition to get the nets out. This is a petition of conservation, which involves uh, after an impact study that they've realized that the nets are being uh, detrimental to, you know, uh, recreationally significant species as well as um, the, the greater um, ecosystem there. That's what this is about. But as a consequence, they've realized that, you know, like I said earlier, that the nets w- will be removed from these um, conservation zones, which are the yellow zones that you see, which will give the opportunity for for that environment to throw, flow. As you've pointed out earlier, Volts, uh, as as fishermen, we are passive conservationists, or we're not even passive, but we're quite active conservationists, because we all want to see it um, prosper. You know, we it's not possible to have a poor ecosystem and good fishing. You know, it's mm. its just not, the two don't go hand in hand. Well, now, the you, Fitzroy, can't, you can't
0: the, play basketball without a court. You can't play, you know, AFL without an oval, and you can't play fucking Rugby league without a footy field, mate. You know, and some posts. So
1: that's true. So, uh, so the net-free zones, like uh, like I said, like the Fitzroy. um, You want to look at the impact that's had on on the fish stocks. It's it's wild. The 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 tourism, that's crazy as well. Other well-known areas. I mean, you look at the Hinchinbrook Channel. People travel from all over the world to go to the Hinchinbrook Channel, which has been net-free through the channel there for for many years as well. And they um and they fought fought that in a big way as well. And look at the fishery they've got there. I mean, there's there's multiple guides operating out there with fly fishing and conventional, many tourist operations stuff. The the benefits are, are there are there to be seen. Now, if you like, I was going back to what I was saying in regards to if you think this is a local issue, like again, you, uh, you're 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 mistaken. I was having a conversation with a friend the other day. I was telling him about this or well, yesterday because this only came out yesterday. And I said this isn't that great. And He goes, you know what? I wish they do that in my area i'm like well here's a great chance for you to get involved because this is a foundation this is a like almost could be a case study for for arguing the success of this in your area you know if to get behind this is is to get behind recreational fishing not so much the area do you know what i'm saying it's um it i mean it really is i mean you're going to see a lot of um misinformation in the news i was reading the news this morning I saw one report from uh, from the Courier Mail. People know that play, love it or like it, saying things like, "like and this is this is such a, such a contradictory in my point. Like, to say that ninety nine percent of um of, of the of the wreck of the commercial fishing uh, is going to be destroyed. Like, how is it sustaining ninety nine percent of the um of commercial fishing? I'm, I'm like, I mean, they're, they're talking like in, in Queensland, you know, like how's it how like this small area, like to give you an idea of how flogged it's getting. I also saw one I should read out to you, Voltsy, in regards to the, um, there's a cafe in, in a certain place that, that feeds dolphins, you know? Like, I mean, the misinformation you get, like they're claiming that if you take the nets out, they can't feed the dolphins. But if you read the, read the, um, the, the breakdown of the uh, proposal, it's still allowing bait netting to operate in the area, you know? Like, I mean, there's some contradictory there. Like, you could bet your bottom dollar that the people that are looking to lose from this, that being the, um, the commercial sector, are organised. And, um, and and have have got have got access to media. Okay, so get you follow the beef. You know, follow the beef. Look at the areas that have that have had it. Look at the case studies. And like, I mean, you don't have to even you know you could even be a concrete as I was saying to realise that no nets equals more fish, right? And no nets equals more grass. No net more grass equals more dugongs. More more dugongs, you know. I don't know equals. Oh yeah more, so, more lovers for some people you know like starlight <laughs> right so,
0: so so yeah no nets would be would be if, if you feel strongly about it make that make that comment in the um in the survey that you'd like to see all netting stop if that's what you feel um yeah the current proposal doesn't say that there's going to be all netting ceasing they've 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 adjusted some of the anomalies in the zoning um so there's still provision for for everybody in in this, um, this is very balanced. Um,
1: yeah,
0: it's by no means getting rid of all commercial fishing at all. It, it's just, um, you know, it's just uh, changing some of the 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 areas that they can do it in. Um, you know, this this is not a this is a almost like a, you know, I, mean, I won't say minimum because it's not, but it's it's um, it, it's a very balanced thing. You know, traditional owners, recreational and pro fishermen environmentalists are all catered for with this in its current form they are as a recreational fisherman you want to change it some more than get in get in and make those comments
1: so i was watching the um the live stream which actually happened yesterday from the um, queensland government in regards to this and uh the local member was was adamant in his first statement as to the um like the you're not the commercial guys that are in there are, are not Getting left in the dirt, like okay, if you've got concerns for taking people's jobs away, okay, well there are going to be a shitload more jobs created from from this zoning proposal if it goes through for sure. But the guys that are missing out have had a have had a, a, a substantial um, financial uh, package and retraining uh, program that's been designed for those guys to 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 keep them working so they don't they don't lose, you know, so they don't have to leave the area. They don't to leave the, the area.
0: you too, so. Recreational fishing in in that in that region is thirty five point two million dollars annually in directly measurable. That's that's not also measuring, you know, some of the indirect benefits of it as well. Mm. Commercial fishing is twenty eight point seven million. So we're yeah, I read that fishing, too. Yeah. yeah, is seven million dollars more um, more uh, more more powerful annually, um, and that can only grow. All right, so that well, takes yeah, that that, that's twenty five percent better, um, a better value in in its current form, right? That, now, that, that's that it, accrues, at its
1: current form. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: that's going to jump
1: massively. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree, man. It's uh, it's pretty pretty wild, that's for sure. Now, uh, we mentioned Scott Mitchell that the uh, thing, and we and we also mentioned earlier about following the beef with this. Now, love him or love, love him or hate him, Scott Mitchell's a pretty polarizing fellow for a lot of people. I think uh, what he's done in spearheading the Fraser Coast Fishing Alliance is is very brave, seeing he lives in in um, Harvey Bay. And um, yep. you know, I'm not about to speak about some of the the bullying tactics that have gone on with other people that have been run out of town by pros, and that has happened. That's you know, they're very organised. Let's put it that way. So it's been very brave to be put the face and and do what he's done there. Yeah. Now, there's been a lot of facts and figures that that people have called Scott out for, so, oh that's bullshit and stuff like that. But but here's this is what I thought was pretty fascinating. Out of all the noise that he's made. And every post that he's tagged Megan Scanlon on, and with every post, here he is standing at a podium at the at the media release with Megan Scanlon and the and the local member, I can't remember that Muppet's name, but um um at, at Harvey Bay talking about this proposed changes. There's no way that Scott was spilt spilled any misinformation that that Megan Scanlon or this local member would miss this kissing babies opportunity to stand next to Scott Mitchell. So Gives you some thought when you when you think about the again follow the beef thing when you have got all the these um you
2: know
1: these <laughs> I'm not, not going to slander them pros that are that are calling Scott out for um for for misinformation they they wouldn't they wouldn't be the case you know there's no there's yeah. there's I mean Scott always says you can these facts and figures that I'm quoting you can go and research yourself and again without getting into that. Go and listen this, to his podcast. Well, you know, go and give it yeah. a listen if you. Yeah. These
0: these figures here, the tw- the 35.2 million that I quoted, the 28.7 million that I quoted, these are the the figures that are accepted by government. These are these are rigorously um, researched. They're you know they're they're accepted. And if, if you want to sit at the table with them, you got to speak the language. And the yeah. numbers you know the numbers that they they've accepted and using they don't like.
1: Well, one thing that, um, like, that, that number doesn't, with the commercial fishing, doesn't um, split up. And one of the things that Scott does when he breaks that down is that um, of how much of that ends up in, in local food. Because that's one of the misinformation things I've noticed in the news. You know, with, um, like I said, the, the commercial sector is very organized. I'm sure they have access to, to, to media. And uh, one of those things that they talk about is they like, oh, people are going to pay through the nose for local seafood now. There is fuck all. Local seafood coming out of Harvey Bay that's ending up in Harvey Bay shops. Right? Wow. That's what that's the data that, that Scotto presents and he can support that with you know, um with various sources that, you know, again go to his go to his um go to his podcast and listen to that. I, know, need to, remember, I need to do yeah. remember sorry to
0: jump in. Do you remember when we released that podcast we had some uh, we had some of the local pros jump on our on our
1: facebook page yeah big time yeah try like their typical bullying techniques tactics you know like just yeah they didn't they didn't like that at all they, they all they do is scotto sits the facts and and tells them what they're going on and they're just sitting there calling us names calling scotto names anyone who puts a comment there calling names like to the point where there are a lot of people in in that local area that this zoning's affected that I think bullying is the is is the um, intimidation, and bullying is 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 a is an appropriate word to use, to the point where they don't they don't get involved. I know that there's um, I know that there's local businesses there that would would highly prosper from these changes, but don't say a word because they're like they you know they're shoved into a corner by through intimidation, for lack of a better term. This is all my opinion, and and uh, I'm not I'm not 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 targeting anyone in this in this respect or anything like that, but. These are the these are the stories I've heard because I live I live close enough to talk to locals and uh, I'm not going to name their names or anything like that. But yeah, you know, yeah. it's and um yeah.
0: <clears throat> With that too, like, I'd love to see I'd love to see a lot of the people who are um, and I'm not going to call them out. I'm just gonna i just want to see anyone who draws some sort of income directly from the from you know Harvey Bay um you know be great. We're we're speaking to fishermen here. But you know it goes beyond that. But you know, let's let's talk fishing, all right? So you know, I've I've seen an influencer here. Um, he's got a lot of followers on YouTube. He's got a he's got a Harvey Bay marlin on the beach um, a video on YouTube. Four point six million views.
1: That's a Stagger- lot of views.
0: That's staggering, man. You know, there's that much interest in it. You know, I, I would just love to. That's, see... That's it.
1: almost one sixth of a population.
0: <laughs> yeah, of Australia.
1: Yeah. yeah, of Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Just have seen, seen that video. I'm sure there's multiple views. It's probably gone viral. Well, what? You know, like as an example, like that, there's a lot of interest in this in this area, um, and it gives you an idea of how how popular it could be. Anyway, people like that. Um, you know, people with any reach. If you've got a YouTube channel um any type of fishing in australia uh youtube um you've you've got it you're a tackle company you might even be in australia but you draw income from australian tackle shops you might have a large you know uh brand that that does you know uh tackle in australia It, it could be shimano it could be Daiwa. it could be you know bla it could be there's so many people involved in the tackle industry in australia i would love to see them um, you know, share that that link and encourage people to get involved to be involved. Take seven minutes of fucking time, and you can you can help out everybody in the industry by um, by doing that.
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go one step further, Valtz. I hope you don't mind, but like, I, look, here's what I think. If if you're deriving any sort of income from from from, if there's companies out there or YouTubers or or anyone who's deriving any income from recreational fishing that hasn't got behind any of the net free zones before in the past or, or doesn't get behind this you, you got to understand that that like these guys are, are shitting on you as as a recreational fisherman if you're out there one day and you're like god there's just no fish here man you know like it's it's changes like this that will will lift stocks they've done it in other parts of the world australia is so far far behind you need to show your protest at the cash register don't support these people don't support these companies don't support these businesses. You know, there's, there are, we might, might, I might, I might even like, I mean, this is a, this is a, a, a call to arms, I guess you could say for, for those industry members, you know, like there's a lot of us that, a lot of people in there that, that haven't, that haven't seen eye to eye in the past or anything like that. But the fact of the matter is the one thing that unites everyone in the industry is that we rely on the, on the recreational fishing industry to, to make a living, to provide you guys with, with, uh, with great innovative products that keep coming over, keep turning over instead of just being left behind with the rubbish, you know. Um, and there's plenty of them. There's some great businesses in, in Australia and even the world, you know. But the, but but to not get behind the, the conservation effort from this, I mean, look at how the pebble mine was handled in, in Alaska there, you know. Like, I mean, how many companies, like, Able were making reels for it and stuff like that, you know. Like, every, all these companies were getting so far behind it, you know, and, and, and it made real change, I believe. Am I correcting that, vault? Do you know anything about that or? You
0: know? Well, yeah, I, I do know the the incident. Yeah, the well, the incident, the 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 whole principle. But mm. I, as a as an example of how successful it is, here we are on completely the opposite side of the world to Alaska. We have knowledge of of the um the, the Pebble Mine. Yeah. Um. You know, and and you know, so yeah, raising awareness is so important.
1: Um, really. Well, yeah. but I mean, expecting yeah, you're right. But but as consumers. You know, you need to ask, like, I mean, if you're going into, I mean, I'll just, I'll just call these guys out. Like, I mean, I'm not going to call them out in an aggressive way. I'm just saying, like, you know, you've got a, got a hub of recreational fishing in Harvey Bay, like Harvey Bay Tackle World, say, for example, you know? Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, I can understand that prior to this, like, companies like that or like choza you know, like, might be, um, or, or Tree or, you know, any of those guys up there. I, I mean, I'm naming these names, but I'm not doing, I'm not, please don't take this as an aggressive way. But I mean, like, you know, come on, guys, like, I mean, I can understand why you wouldn't have got behind it in the past because the intimidation and stuff, but here you've got the government behind you, like, real change staring at you in the face, and you know what this is going to do, you know? Um, bigger companies like, um, you, know, rec- you know, like, um, yeah, conventional companies like, you know, Shimano or Berkeley and stuff like that, like, how, how could you not, how could you take money off people and not get behind this, you know? It's it's wrong, it's really right, it's ethically, ethically wrong, you know, it really, really is, you know, like you, you people need to get behind the companies that are supporting this, you know, and, and push them forward and, and like show them that you're interested in, in, in them creating awareness of, of conservation in this area, which as we mentioned earlier, is a knock-on effect for your area, you know, there are companies in Australia that don't even, that, that make money from Australians that don't even keep their money in Australia, you know like and 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 those guys should be should be doing this i mean the, this is an opportunity for them to give back so they're not going to pay taxes or, or anything like that in australia contribute to uh, you know um, community community facilities like boat ramps or whatever or or even funding something like this at least make awareness you know like it's um god it gets me pretty charged up i mean what a great opportunity and, I, and like I, I would imagine i can't imagine everyone getting on from this podcast you know getting on it from this podcast but hopefully one or two people do you know i think that um the awareness that that it creates is is minimal but it needs to be it needs to be perpetuated by industry you know it really does when we spoke to scott mitchell he said that um you know it was it was such a polarizing issue for these for these companies they didn't want to get involved they didn't essentially have the balls to get involved you know i, I just think it's 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 almost sneaky to um to not have those balls to get involved yet Take recreational fishermen's money. You know, some mm-hmm. big companies, some a lot of money getting thrown around, all based on recreational fishing. And look at look at the interest, like you just said there, with that YouTuber's video. You know, four point six million It's not like people aren't um, showing interest in that in that place. You know, like there's been TV shows there. You don't have to go to YouTube and, and Google you know great um, search, Great Sandy Marine Park, to see YouTubers galore making videos about that place. You know. There's char- there's there's many charter operators out there. There's you know like I said there's tackle sto- tackle shops. There's several along that whole um, marine park area. You know that, that are all making money off it.
0: Hmm.
1: You know it's t- it's time to give back. Yeah, there's so many short
0: and long term advantages to being involved at this point, particularly yeah. now more than ever, so important.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, uh, totally totally agree, mate. Do you want to have a do you want to have a quick don't even walk?
0: Have to, Sorry, Chris. People don't even hey, have hey, to a- agree with us on a hundred percent but i just want if I, I would love for people to be to to make positive change i really would uh i really also want people to fucking think about it just have a think about um where you th- where you see recreational fishing the importance of of this um and you know the change you can make um you know at the very least have a think about it please be involved in the process that would be great
1: yeah i totally agree Look, um, do you want to um, go through, like I've got, I completed the survey yesterday, and yeah. I've got a transcript emailed to me, and I can I can go through um, the survey so people know what's involved before they get involved Get involved in it. It's, like you said, seven minutes. Um, do you want to?
0: Yeah, let, let's do it quickly, all right?
1: Okay, yeah, just very quickly, okay? Uh, okay, so the usual questions, do you reside in Australia, your postcode, your age, all that sort of stuff? Um, they ask mm. you your primary interest. Um, I wrote down, I'm a recreational fisher. Uh, and then, what other uses interests do you have? You you go through and you say, "I'm I'm well." You got the option there to, well, to you know, to uh, several options. But I said, "I'm a, interested in marine conservation as well." Um, yep. Asked you want to keep informed? Um, do you agree? You have got the options to um, to say that you know, like I do. You agree with the draught? Like it's it, this survey is all about your uh, taking the. Um, let me reword this. This survey is all about uh, not, uh, assuming that you. Read the proposal, okay, and 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 you've got options to not answer the questions if you don't understand it. So, I I took a pretty good um crack at trying to understand it. So I felt confident answering most of the questions. But uh, first of all, habitat protection zones, green zones. It's asking you know do you agree with them? I wrote I write yes. Um, um, what to what extent do I do I agree? I just wrote I, I agree. I have got the option to write strongly agree. You no, know, I, I agree with them. I just wouldn't want to encourage more. A lot, or a lot more closures, anyway. Drafting um, you know, an integrated balance to conservation and marine parks. Uh, oh, do you agree with the yellow and yellow and dark blue zones, which is dark blue zones of the fish habitats and stuff like that? Um, yeah, I do. Um, and it asks you know, like, do you agree with like you know the the, the the subject of taking the nets out and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, I do. Uh, so I'll, I'll just get through to that section without boring everyone. Um, designated Great Sandy and commercial fishing. <clears throat> the existing designated Great Sandy area primarily allows commercial net net fishing to occur in the Conservation Park Yellow Zone um, in Baffle Creek, Elliott River, Burrum Head System, Great Sandy Strait and Tin Can Inlet. For those people who aren't familiar with the area, did you just hear that? The Great Sandy area primarily allows commercial net fishing to occur in the Conservation Park. Can you believe that? I mean, apparently it's the only place in the world, you know? Um, Ask me if I'd like to um, answer those questions. Uh, They didn't have an option for shit yeah, so I just wrote yes. Um, uh, (laughs) As I it says, to what extent do you agree with the proposal to move commercial large mesh gill nets and ring nets from the conservation park uh, in those areas? Strongly agree. Um, And to what extent do you agree with the proposed retention of a commercial tunnel netting in Great Sandy Strait and Tin Inlet and a commercial set pocket netting in the Mary River. Strongly disagree. Do you know what this is a very important thing, guys. Like this is this is a this in my opinion, and this is all it is, my opinion, this seems to be a little bit of a, a loophole to me. So I I Googled and searched what tunnel netting is. Do you know what it is, Volts? Uh
0: yeah, I do, but let's let's go through it.
1: Righto. so tunnel netting is involves is, is considered a bit more of a passive approach to gill netting so what they do is they approach a bank on high tide they run out a lot of net from from the, from the high tide mark from one on land and they run a big semicircle around a patch of a patch of uh, bank uh, this doesn't have to be adjacent to mainland or an island this could be a flat in the middle of anywhere but anywhere there's a tidal zone that um, that completely drains out. So what they do is they use the tide to herd the fish in the net. So they run out this big semicircle, and in the back of the semicircle is this is a tunnel, right? What well, they what they call the tunnel, um, and essentially as the tide recedes, these fish all run into the net. Now, the reason I strongly um, disagreed, for they asked me to tell me why, is because I just said it's a passive form of gill netting. Um, all nets are non-discriminatory. Discriminatory. Um, and the deployment and collection of these nets will still sem- damage Ready? The benthic strata. Got a flex shit. there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I also knowledge. went on to say so yeah. what's that?
0: What a knowledge flex, a jargon flex.
1: Yeah, I learned that when I was in uh, Mon Repos. Um Oh yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. Anyway. Of course you <laughs>
0: the,
1: did. Co- Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, I benthic, feel I feel yeah. I feel by using the word benthic strata I'm 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 applying a lot more dentition to my statement.
0: Ah, of course. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, and I just went on to say, commercial fishers will use their boats to herd the things in the area, the, the nets to herd the fish in the area before running the nets, because so that's essentially all they're doing. They're just they're they're doing. They're just they they've got the ability now to be able to do exactly the same stuff and herd herd fish into shallow water with their jet boats and stuff, which is what they already do, whiting whatever, and then run a net around them and then just wait. Do you think they're going to wait for the tide difference and sit around drinking beers? You know. They'll, they'll they'll use their boats to run it into the back of that tunnel, and just scoop it up and drag them out on the beach. Guarantee it. You, you know, I mean, I can't guarantee you. Cheap, <laughs>
0: You're making a few assumptions that jet boats, jet skis, no. They, but, they yeah. well,
1: they do run. I mean, well, you don't have to go too far, and um, I'm sure you know who I'm talking about, who's um, who's taking video footage of yeah. pros in go go slow zones, blatantly ignoring you know, these um, go slow this, um, turtle sanctuaries and dugong sanctuaries running jet boats over seagrass and running nets around huge schools of Golden Trevally. Now, that's not my opinion. That's fact. And there's many people who have documented it. it's being filmed. It's disgusting. And um, and these guys have shown a, a behavior of not giving a shit. And, you know, that's my technical term. Um, so I can't imagine why they wouldn't... Um,
0: what is that in French? Not giving a shit.
1: Um, n- uh, non de pomme de terre. <laughs> <laughs> that translates roughly as no potato I think you know
0: oh right i, was, I thought it was yeah, um, no turn. no yeah.
1: pomme de terre is t- is potato I believe I could oh. be wrong uh yeah I had a potato <laughs> while I was in mon repo um yeah yeah <laughs> they offered them to when you're watching the turtles it's it's quite invigorating eating a raw potato while you're watching a uh, turtle nesting yeah <laughs> 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 You really, you really feel, you really feel in touch with what's going on. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah.
1: <clears throat> the rest of the study goes on, which I, I really, I really would, in, in, you know, encourage people to understand what they're answering, um, in regards to, uh, you know, limiting the amount of lines people we have. So they're limiting it to two. You can only have two rods rigged with two hooks uh, at using at one time. So I'm guessing it's just more people that are, you know, putting rods in rod holders. You know, um, yeah, talking about migratory shorebirds. Uh, you know, um, increasing, um, proposed, um, measures, for wider zones for those birds, um, more, more area to, to, um, to look after the protected gray nurse sharks. Yeah. There's a, there's a heap, you know, like more marine turtles, but like, I mean, as a fishing podcast, I think it's probably, um, <clears throat> probably more pertinent to stick to the things that re- relate to us. But it, like I said, please, please read the whole thing as, as, as conservationists, it's, it's important to understand. Everything that's going on there, and and if you've got any ability to, um, to have your say on something, you know that, but might not might not read right. Um, if your interest is in conservation, you've got the opportunity now, and you probably won't have it again, to have your input.
0: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a golden opportunity. Don't miss it. You'll hate yourself as a fisherman and as a conservationist if. If you don't remember it's not just about fishing it's not just about recreational fishing um you know it, it, this is a broad proposal that covers things from first nations all the way down to bird watchers and spears you know like it
1: even a, jet a, skiers
0: a, yeah be involved have a think about it but but yeah just realize you you've got what till the 23rd of october to uh to be involved um and yeah just it's, it's a global thing do the right thing get involved yeah yeah
1: yep well volts
0: you know what i thought yeah. when we started this podcast we were sort of we're going to stay we thought we'd stay away from political issues you know they're just and i, I can see why a lot of people do because there's uh, you know people just hate hearing about it but please for fuck's sake you know if if, if nothing changes nothing changes you you've got to be thinking about these things you, if you want a legacy for whatever you're doing, you know, you you might even be a content producer or whatever. If if you, if you want any sort of legacy, um, then this is, this is a great one to to be involved with.
1: I would expect that every single person in person in every fishing club around Australia would be entering this would be, would be having their say on this every Mm. single person, or or even, even people to mainland in mainland adjacent Tasmania, you know, at, um, (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. like e- everyone, in islands. What's north, that? Sorry, east,
0: the northeast and southeast island over there. In uh,
1: some people New call it New Zealand, but you New know, New Zealand. Got, yeah, they got the people who listen to us in in um in the in the parts of the United States that have been impacted by positively by change. And you know, if you've seen it happen, mm. you know, get involved, please. You know, help help us. Help help is what I'm asking for. Yeah, what we're all asking for. You know, yeah. if, um, if you live in a part of like part of Europe and you listen to this and your, your area has been so decimated by commercial fishing, you know, yeah, think of yourself as a global citizen, like th- this change needs to be implemented somewhere in the world, you know, you know, like, and, and unfortunately, sadly, it, it may not happen in your lifetime, but you know, these changes will be noticed for people like, you know, your kids and your kids, kids, you know, it ha- it has to, it has to, it can't keep going like this. It's, it's not sustainable as much as they claim it is. It's just not. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, look. Uh, i have guilted the shit out of people now.
0: Uh, I was worried about going down this path. We'll be interested to see what comes comes out of it, um, you know. But yeah, at least at least I'll be able to sleep tonight knowing that I've done, you know, exercised whatever I could to to make things better for everyone, um, you know, right well, or wrong.
1: So. Personally, you know, like this, like you said, this podcast has grown into something that's more than we could comprehend at the start. You know, we've had a lot of impact on people with, uh, with with letting them know some insights into our fly fishing has helped them go through the path where it's fly tying, fly fishing, their approach to fly fishing or whatever. You know, like it, to some degree, we've we've, um, we've developed some sort of influence in, in in people. And we like to think that we're always offering that positive influence, you know, um, none more positive than follow the beef, by the way, you know, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> but in this circumstance, I feel as though, you know, like it'd be a miss for us to not bring this up in conversation and be part of, of the awareness of this. You know what I mean? I think it's important. I think, I think we play an important role. I don't think it's self-righteous in any way. I think we just got it. We're an opportunity there. There are, there are two other fly fishing podcasts in Australia that I know of and God damn it, mate, if those guys don't bring this up and mention it, it'd be incredibly disappointing. You know, even the other fishing podcasts, you know, like I know there's other fishing podcasts that have interviewed people from that area. One of the podcasts has got someone who lives in that area, you know, and if they avoid this subject, you know, like I just think it would be a, 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 real, a real miss, you know, of, of responsibility of the position they put themselves in. You know, we put ourselves in this position, and I think it's uh, important that we make uh, this, this level of awareness as best we can and to help people make an educated decision as to whether to um, be involved or not, even if that means guilting you out. <laughs> anyway. Look, yeah, I'm.
0: <clears throat> I'm. I can understand where you're coming from. I don't. I don't want to guilt people out.
1: No, I'm not like, trying yeah. to. I'm just. Just I saying, know, like, it's. It's your obligation. If, Come on, you know. Just yeah. If
0: if you if you if you if you're pulling any sort of income or, or interest, I, I'm not pulling. I, I do this totally out of out of fun. But you know, like, if not, mate, if if you are one of those people and you're not involved, you need to have very good reason or. You need to take a mirror to bed and wake up to yourself, because <laughs> fucked, isn't it? <laughs> <You know?
1: laughs> it yeah. really is. Yeah. Well, look, vaults. We we we're um we're always intending to keep this as a short podcast, and it's an hour now. And if we end this as a short one, it'll still yeah. be an hour. Will still be a short one for us. This could be our shortest podcast ever.
0: Yeah. Well, look, it's officially gone beyond. You know the the short one in my opinion it's that's it it's gonna have to do you mongrels for a fortnight
1: yeah so. yeah look no doubt you'll hear more about it from us um but yeah. look for now i think we've given you more than enough um motivation to get involved please get involved <laughs> yeah and if you ride be- a jet ski, <laughs> <laughs> did you see that video i put up i was actually yeah. up in harvey bay the other day and then um
0: Oh, yeah. I said five and a half hours away. But anyway, look, well, let's um, it
1: a, Yeah, it was around. Uh, that's, that's a round trip, mate. That's oh, five and a yeah, half yeah. hour drive, I said. Yeah, yeah. Right, Power man. of observation, hey? Yeah, but the observant angler, mate. Yeah, 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 the observant angler is a successful angler. That's correct. Yeah. All right, let's rack it up. Right, Righto,
2: sport. Thanks, Fultz. I'll catch you up at Mon Repo. Neighbours, nobody loves you like we do. Neighbors, your government has triumphed in finally making you a public fit for the 21st century. Never before has a governing body shown so much concern for the economic well-being of its subjects. Today we have insulated you from countless factions who threaten your financial viability, such as the poor, the idealistic foreigners still clinging to their childish notions of social welfare. Why, you're even kept uninformed of useless propagandist journalism that reports alleged violations of human rights We all know they wouldn't have been punished if they hadn't been doing something wrong And who better to dispense such blatantly evident factoids but a self-appointed authority like myself? Acid rain is a thing of the past, too many possible causes, too little significance for our modern thinking public Besides, industrial manufacturing isn't at all time low anyways, who needs those narrow-minded laborers, too many mouths to feed, <laughs> and too much burden on the payroll, who needs them here in the land of the free time? Some other ass backward country will give us what we need by exploiting its uneducated children anyway. The internet has expanded our ability to pacify average Americans better than ever by Fantastical adventures to every corner of the imagination. Your home office is the window to your world and the heart of your social life. Such reclusive behavior helps clear the roads and public works from overburden, like the lower middle class and others who depend shamelessly on their government. Today you are freer than ever to do what you want, provided you can pay for it. Remember, the first word in USA is us. We have arrived, neighbors. We are the privileged elite.